1: Greetings, weary travelers. Come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages. I am your host this evening, uh, Lotus of Doom. Ark will be once again behind the scenes doing the editing as he's been bouncing around at Gamescom and all sorts of exciting stuff, so hopefully he can uh, give us some more details when he joins us, uh, hopefully soon. Um, but in the meantime, filling in for Ark, as our uh, more adept at reading notes than myself, uh, we have special returning guest Skinny Cheeks. Hey, buddy, how are you? Uh,
0: hi. How's
1: it going? <laughs> it's. Uh, I was gonna say it's. I don't think we had met in person the first time you were on the show. Actually, I think not that was, yet. No. Yeah. it was after? Actually, yep. So now we've actually gotten to hang out in person in San Francisco at GDC because, I don't know, it seems like uh, the group of us have just kind of flown all over the place. I'm actually, I kind of want to hear some of your, uh, I don't know, castle adventure stuff, because that sounded really cool when you went over to that whole thing, which is... Oh,
0: Germany was amazing. (laughs) So, I yeah, I it was so last minute I was thinking about going and thinking about going and I was like, yeah, oh, it's, it's really expensive. It's, <laughs> it's really far. And then finally, like a week before I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. awesome. <laughs> and I'm, I've never been to Germany. I've never been to Europe at all. So I just decided to make a trip of it. I went over for two weeks and just kind of explored and then had the nice tavern weekend in there. That's well.
1: really cool. Um, that's that that's really cool cuz I've heard like lots of good stuff. We can actually like kind of touch on that later cuz you'll be the first person on the show that was at that. So I just have a oh, few. Cool. Yeah, I have, I have a few things that I'd like to pick your brain on just with that too. Sure. But um in the meantime, we can jump into I guess the most pressing Elder Scrolls online type of stuff because there have uh, I mean, PTS has ended for PC at this point. Uh we are right before getting it on console we haven't gotten it yet i believe it's next week if i'm not mistaken um so we're having our last bit of time uh, with pre everything that's dropping um but starting off with that update 39 hit um it's a lot of quality of life stuff it's no new game content compared to uh, like dungeons i mean this is the first time in a very very long time that we haven't had a dungeon expansion pack in q3 uh because the focus was supposed to be on uh quality of life fixes um and some some new stuff that got added there's the the ship that everybody is like obsessed with uh for the new house which uh, granted it looks very cool uh the price tag looks less cool when I saw somebody posting <laughs> how much it costs. I was like, oh boy. Um, but I, yeah, you know.
0: I'm not allowed to buy any more houses right now. I, <laughs> That's I told fair. myself until I decorate the last one I bought, that I'm not allowed a new <laughs> one. So.
1: That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, but in, in kind of like the, you know, the, the, big thing that i've been excited for and you know it's kind of the majority of my tales is kind of prepping for the new achievements that are being added where it's just like a deluge of new stuff that they put into the game some of which are mm. just kind of like oh do you have all the classes maxed to 50 and stuff like that okay those are a little more straightforward but i i liked the idea of stuff like um with the collect all the stuff for the pet out of a public dungeon for example and things Mm -hmm. like that i thought that was kind of cool because to be fair since i'm not a huge cosmetics guy unless there was something i was specifically looking for because i pretty much wanted to put it in my house a lot of times i just didn't tend to bother and this gave me that little extra like nudge hey you know what why don't you do this like whatever Um, collecting all the mythics is another thing. So I've been kind of doing that, um, in advance because I like the fact that it's retroactive. That's pretty cool. But, um, one of the things that we've kind of touched on a few times, and I'll be curious to get your input. There've been some combat changes as well, along with everything, um, which nothing sweeping overhaul wise, which I continue to say. I really, really appreciate Please continue not doing sweeping overhaul. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> um, but there are some pretty substantial changes, even if they're not sweeping overhaul ones. And since mm-hmm. you tend to be much more of the number crunchy, um, you know, fine detail stuff with that, it's why one of the things I really was hoping you could kind of just give a little insight on, we had uh, eight puppies Uh, last time joined to discuss like some of the stuff like this, um, and, and you as well. And now that you've actually got your hands on it on live, it's not on the PTS. So we know what we're getting at this point, at least up until Q4, if they change anything then, um, how do the staff and bow changes feel? Were there any last minute changes? I mean, I know they, ideally you don't make changes, Past the PTS because then it's not being tested. Uh, that's like weird. But mm. I mean, way back there was I I, I I think it was the high aisle one where they had that like week five where they're like, oh by the way, we're changing combustion or something like that on the DK, and everybody's like, whoa, where was this? The first four weeks, like what? So it's like, was there any surprise stuff or was it pretty standard up until launch when it happened?
0: No, not really any surprises this time. And okay. I, I was, yeah, I was a little worried because there were a few things that people were saying. Oh, this this might get stealth nerfed before it goes live. Like the <laughs> the VMA two hander got buffed up, and
1: it's I hear about that.
0: for For most classes, it's just like in a very you know good spot now. It's not overpowered. It's not anything crazy. But for sorcerer in particular, because of all the direct damage in their kits and the frequency that it's coming out with their pets and with yes. all that, it it really synergizes well with the sork. And so people people were scared, like, oh, it's gonna get nerfed right before it yeah, comes out. Right, but right, right. No, it it didn't. And it's um, to me personally, I think it's fair because sork is so much single target damage and sure. so little AOE. So for, <laughs> for them real. to for them to be a, a a little bit ahead in the single target, I I don't think that's really a problem, personally.
1: No, that's... I I tend to agree with you on that. Um, So the big thing is... um, I'm fine with them kind of switching some stuff up. I get it, uh, especially in terms of balance. That kind of tends to need to happen. The staff thing, I have been very concerned about uh to say the least just because of um I like some of the potential changes going forward with it, like the way they're kind of like splitting the fire staff, like okay, well it's this buff as opposed to direct like like that's fine. Um but I, I had mentioned that really like one of the builds that I granted I've said it countless shows at this point, I really have a lot of fun with the uh, heavy attack sorcerer thing. With the oakensole, and honestly, I goof around with it. it, all sorts of setups. It's just that's the most well known of all of the styles is the sorcerer one because it just has the highest ceiling for the most part, and it's probably the easiest to use because you got pets just whaling on things, and you have the bird that heals forever and stuff like that. So, like, um, my biggest concern was some of the um, lightning attack changes, not to the. Single target target damage, which is something sorcerers already are good at, it seems like that buff could be somewhat useful, but that tick-up splash damage just kind of being deleted off the face of the earth, does that feel as bad as it preliminarily seemed to be, or is it not as big of a deal? Have you messed with that style at all? It didn't look useless by any means, but like watching Nephis screw with it was kind of like, ooh, this looks a little... Not so great in big groups. <laughs> I
0: think I think it's somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere not middle. Uh, a light like uh, nudge on the sure. effectiveness, yeah, But it's sure. not nearly as bad as I think some people were uh, expecting. I've seen so many comments on my videos covering the news for this that are just like I'm, I'm quitting the game finally. They've ruined my build and like yeah. all all these reactions like that. And it's essentially the focus passive is cut in half so like yes. the the final tick ticked for twice as much as the first two so since you lose the first two you only have the final one now it's essentially cut in half so you'll still get a nice chunk of splash damage at the end of that heavy attack it's sure. just it uh I th- I think personally what I I think you can compensate I think for aoE situations what sorcerers running those builds should probably do is maybe switch on. An AOE spammable to complement that build as well. So, okay, while you're heavy attacking, charge uh, Q in an AOE spammable as well. Sure, kind of make up a little bit of that lost damage from the trifocus passive. I think if you do that, it's going to be pretty close to where it already was, and then sure. maybe swap that out for bosses. And the single target damage for the heavy attack build is actually up a little bit.
1: Yeah, that so that's the so. big thing where although I was concerned the big thing that i saw was like okay well it seems like the single target thing to your point i was like well that actually looks like that might hit a little harder which is mm-hmm. which is good um and honestly the the situation tends to be um for it, honestly for for just general combat th- you will be fine like there's zero problem of that it's using these builds for doing Higher end stuff like we've gone right. through. I, you know, I was talking with uh, both Eight and Hack in the previous ones, where we went through and, ironically, like, I, you know, I it's not really. I, I taught myself how to DPS, even though I don't like light attack weaving personally. I find it an annoying system with the animation canceling. Not so much the weaving that's the problem; it's the canceling thing drives me kind of nuts. But uh, you got to do what you got to do to do challenging stuff. So I learned <laughs> how to do it, and then there was the switch where it was like oh this heavy attack thing is super mellow (laughs) like it's super mellow and the ceiling is way lower so like well unless you're in vast then i think it was super overpowered but (laughs) um there were some
0: situations where where it was it was was, yeah yeah no (laughs) the vast
1: one was one of the few times where i was like no this this is this is barely below like breaking the record like that seems bad like because because the I like the whole, you know, risk reward thing, obviously. That's a very safe build, but the thing is, like, it's not meant for breaking records. It's meant for you coordinate and that's how you do stuff. So we kind of mm-hmm. took that to a goofy degree where we were like, let's just go through and just start doing all all the dungeon trifectas with this, and see if we can do this. So we built the team. Sounds fun. It, it was actually it's been really entertaining, and um, it, you know, I we've been throwing them up as we we've done them on my YouTube with the commentary because my new crew doesn't mind sharing their voices. So people have commented, they're like, "You guys literally barely sound like you're taking this seriously," and it's like that's because we're really not. Like we are, <laughs> but we're not. Like because um, it's meant to be fun. Like so. We've been going through doing that, and we've had a—I'm not a, a build guide person. That it, I go to people like you when, <laughs> when I want stuff like that. <laughs> um, so, like, people have asked me, like, oh, what are you doing? And I'll mention my build, and I'll mention our tank, because we built the team, even though we have three Oaken Soul sorks, and a DK tank— None of us are set up the same. We all use a different setup so that we're like one of us runs wall. One of us runs orb. One of us runs hurricane because it's like, well, okay, we don't need multiple walls going like that's fine, but we can stagger this if we know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's shockingly effective, even at like high end stuff. But a few of the things where it, it, it was very apparent that a few of them were our skill. We needed to get up to do them. In order, like, the corollary one was the big one. We were like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. This is, like, this is... That's probably the
0: toughest one, I would say.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely... Yeah. And we were kind of like, I don't know if we're going to have what we have to do that. And we grabbed, like, two of the buffs along the way. And when we got Coral Caretaker, I think we still had, like, a minute and a half to spare. I'm like, oh, this hits way harder than I thought. Like, okay, we, we actually had room for error. And a couple of them, like, Bal Sunner, I think... <laughs> like 19 minutes with that setup and it's like nice that's (laughs) that is not record-breaking but for people looking to do these challenges and like get these achievements for their titles or their skins or whatever i really liked the accessibility being just enough to get you there with practice you're not just gonna you know go in and just melt face but it it it's an easier way to get into that so um i was definitely nervous for the people who couldn't not even couldn't but i mean couldn't i guess if you have like arthritis or something like that but like who were either not quite there yet or didn't really have a team since it was so accessible for so many i really didn't want that to drop off so hearing that it's like no it's still you can still work with it it's still solid we're gonna goof with it once it hits in like a week but I'm, i'm glad to hear that it's it's you know still lands at least for functional combat so that's pretty cool
0: yeah, I think for Vass in particular, it will be felt with yeah, just that uh, cleave on those minis was so uh, good. So yes. you probably most groups will have to put a little more focus on them now and, you know, take them out, um, you know, actually directing your attention to them a little bit more. But I think for most stuff, it's yeah, it'll be fine still.
1: Uh, yeah, th- th- and that that's the thing is like, vast was the big one because you know people are super split on the the oak and soul builds um (laughs) but like yeah the the vast one i'm always like well yeah no the ceiling should be notably lower than a two bar complicated like dynamic rotation like you should not be hitting anywhere near that on on such a, a a easier build to pull off that rotation and in Vast, like VAS <laughs> too, it was just like, dude, people were like accidentally getting IRs once they realized how to kite. That was it. Yeah. It was like, do you know how to kite? Okay, well then you're, <laughs> you're pretty much good. Congratulations on your silver skin at that point. It's like, oh boy, that seems a little, that seems a little over the top just because everything in that trial is about stacking it into a pile. So like. And
0: you are so much more tanky with that build oh, than yeah. you
1: are in a regular build. So yeah. it, There's a lot there needs to error. be that.
0: Trade off there, where it's you know it, for for it to have been performing as high with all that extra tankiness, it was. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, people were upset, and I understand. When, anytime you get something taken away from you, it's it sucks. Sure, it.
1: And, and and until you get your hands on it, you also don't know how it will feel. And right, I I've been very pleased over the past. At this point, I would say over a year with Zoss kind of not going too over the top with the Mm -hmm. changes after they officially seem to have burnt out pretty much everybody um, with with the changes prior to. So I've been appreciative of them kind of doing much more subtle stuff or focusing on one thing at a time because um, rightfully so, and I kind of fall into this sometimes too, when I hear changes... I'm sometimes like, Oh God, what are they doing? Like, (laughs) so, and I, I like, I don't like it to come across as super negative. So, (laughs) so it's just like, but sometimes it's like, you almost get like, you're a little Pavlov's dog from being like, you know, okay, well I can only get Mm -hmm. hit by this so many times before. I'm like, okay, what are you gutting this time? What are you doing? And it's like, so the initial reaction to that, I, I get it. I'm glad it's not the case, or at least it certainly doesn't seem to be. So, um, little changes and stuff like that, that's really not that big of a deal, and that's kind of normal in these live service games. So I'm glad to hear that. That goes well. Bow is also supposedly performing really well from what I've been seeing a lot of, so that's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, outside of the heavy attack stuff, just the general balance of the different weapon types seems it seems really good right now. There's, you know, if you can sit in melee the whole fight and just stand there and be on the boss. Dual will does seem, still seem like the best option, which sure. I mean, understandably. So it's your forced melee. So it's it kind of should be, I think, if you can meet those conditions. Right. But the, the others seem a lot closer. I actually have a video coming out pretty soon where I compared all the different weapon types. So cool. Um, I was actually surprised it it was closer than than I thought originally reading the patch notes with Re- all the. All
1: right, nice.
0: Yeah, is very, very close to dual-wield, and in some situations, it's going to definitely be the better option to use. Um, Lethal Arrow's just such a good spammable to use, so if you do need some ranged in your kit, it's just, yeah, it's going to be great, even if you're in melee for most of the fight. Yeah. And then Staves, um, they're a bit more situational because they boost certain types of damage. Yep. The lightning and, and the flame, so... If you have enough of your damage in your kit for whatever your build is, that is being boosted by the staff you want to go with, those actually get right up there, right up, uh, right behind dual wield as well. So it's it, it was better than I thought. I was I was pretty <laughs> shocked going through the numbers.
1: That's actually really good to hear because I know that's been like a thing they've been pretty aggressively trying to do. Where it's like, okay, no, we need parity between these things, and and I think that's a good thing for you know because part of the whole you know play how you want thing that they have going and have for a while when one thing massively outperforms something else it's like okay (laughs) sure i can play this wrong just to say that i'm playing it but that doesn't really make it feel good so like if they've actually got these a bit more evened out i think that's like you know a pretty pretty solid thing to hear going forward um have you noticed any substantial uh because again i did not go through the 31 pages of bug fixes i i was like i will take their word on it um <laughs> but is there anything that you've particularly run into or noticed that was like notably better i know they've done a lot of changes for the new player experience which i think is great um because yeah, this there's game, a lot for new players yeah this yeah. game is really overwhelming to new players Mm -hmm. um and you know everyone has very different experiences so it's always anecdotal but um the amount of people from this podcast or the elder scrolls lore cast who have been uh applying for our guilds which are just super casual new player friendly or um just asking like oh you know should i'm thinking of trying this now seems like really above the norm as of late, um, which I guess is good because there's a lot of other games coming out. So mm-hmm. I, the new player experience kind of is better when it's not scaring people away. And just out of all the people that I've either been able to provide codes to that, you know, or it's like, Oh yeah, I'm thinking of picking it up. I'll, I'll cry. I, I try not to like overload them with information to start with. Because the game tends to just be like, okay, here are a thousand quest markers. Your quest book is 25, and um, you can go anywhere on the map. And here's a billion systems, and it's just like it like melts people's brains. And I find a lot of people get like, they don't they're just like paralyzed by trying to make a choice at that point. So the the new player thing, I think is uh, long overdue here.
0: Yeah, it seems like they've tried to stagger a lot of those early quests out, and or put certain stipulations behind them, like you have to have this completed, and then this will be available to you. So yeah, yeah, just everything right. right Let it roll out a little bit, which is
1: again, you know, let somebody get used to a system before you hit them with another. (laughs) Right. Um, what do you call it? So yeah, that's that's another one. You know, I'm I'm really glad to hear with um, new people jumping in that that might be something that's a little a little more easy on the intro um yeah as for bug fixes i mean eso is known for having a bunch of stuff go weird at times um <laughs> and you know you you a, <laughs> yeah the game's huge so like you know i get it right. to to a degree um and i I don't know. It's more the long-standing ones that I think irk people. I know those are the ones that bother me, is when there's a long-standing issue, rather than oh, this just went weird, but it's pretty new. Okay. Stuff like that happens, but it's, you know, some of the long, long long-standing bugs. It's like, okay, can this, like, not be a thing anymore, please? (laughs) Um, I think
0: people notice, too, like, I I don't know if you remember, a patch came out and DKs were doing, like, 400k DPS. Oh yeah, it was I like remember that. <laughs> Yeah, and and they fixed that in like a few days. They like yes. hot fixed it. It was such a quick priority to fix it. But then like you'll see other bugs that are to the detriment of the player, yes. and it's like all right, when is this? Yeah. Happening? Okay. So <laughs> yeah,
1: I haven't been able to use the wind thing in VCR for five months. Can I go up yet? <laughs> like, no, I know what you mean. It's like the overly yeah. beneficial things definitely seem tackled first. A lot of times. I mean, I, without being able to see behind the scenes, who the hell knows what actually they also have like, Oh, this is a huge problem. Nobody's found it yet. We might not even see, but right. it definitely optically can look kind of bad sometimes. Um, You know, and there are sometimes when I don't tell people about stuff because I'm like, you know, this isn't hurting anybody. Like, I know this isn't how this is supposed to work, but this isn't hurting anybody. So, like, I'll show people a trick of something (laughs) like this in like a mechanic, and it's like, I don't think this is how they meant for this to work, but I ain't gonna bring this up because it's like this isn't (laughs) this isn't broken. It's just like, oh, this is a different way to do it. And even still, sometimes they don't care, like you can tell, because sometimes they'll do stuff weird when you want, you know, if you ever actually see them on stream. Well, it used to be more in the day when they were, Rich was allowed to stream and stuff. You'd see like yeah. his tricks and VMA and stuff like that. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, they do stuff this way too. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely, I don't think anybody's salty about having uh, the game run smoother. So that's a definite plus. Um, and
0: that has gotten... I don't think people give them enough credit over the last few years how much that has improved. Well, um, I know there's still some server issues and, for sure. and whatnot, but client side, just performance has,
1: it's night and day for it, what it was. Yes, it is. Um, and that's something that I, I feel it's, to your point, it, that's not kind of mentioned enough. Um, people like to dunk on when they screw up. That's great, I, I'm sure. I'll do that too when it's warranted, but it's like I also do like to point out when stuff is done correctly, that's good. Like I, you know, it's constructive criticism can isn't just like always negative. You you can like be constructive about stuff too. So like um what do you call it? The um the stability thing is like huge in my opinion, uh specifically with the launch of Uh, Oh, my God, Necrom. Mm -hmm. That was, like, the smoothest chapter launch in my experience, I think, ever. Um, Yeah, it it was
0: really good.
1: (laughs) Like, there was very minimal downtime. Almost everything just worked. (laughs) Like, Like, it was just, like, it was just, yep, it's just a launch. It's great. Here you go. Just play the new thing. And I was like, wow, all right, cool, great. Like...
0: I was um, so sad that it was like almost simultaneous with Diablo 4 because I feel like so many people were checking that out and uh, yes. missing like, oh, this is a really good launch over here. We, you know, things are really great on ESO. But I mean, D4 was one of those games like people have been looking f- forward to that for a decade now. So it's... Yeah. Um, it's and pull and people the,
1: I, I think I might have mentioned it on the show, but if not... One of the things that was, like, I, I feel kind of, like... Sometimes, even when they nail something at so I do feel like, you know, they, they got dunked on at launch and stuff like that, and they, they powered through mm-hmm. by improving stuff and making the game much, much better. I do feel like sometimes they just have bad luck with stuff, too. So, the Diablo 4 launch being yeah, at the same fair. time as PC, yeah, that's pretty rough... And then console coincides with Final Fantasy 16 or whatever. It's like, bruh, both your (laughs) both release dates like, ouch, man, like that's because these things are planned out in advance. It's like, wow, both the release dates are uh, yikes. And then, you know, you guys just got uh, Update 39 on PC. Okay, you got you got some time to mess with it console yeah no we pretty much get it the day after starfield that'll probably go well like that's great oh, <laughs> like yeah that, like that's great or the day before one of the other it's like cool like now granted if you're on my side of the pond with like you know the playstation we don't get starfield so i guess they all won't care but <laughs> like that's yeah, sad. xbox they yeah they're not gonna be like uh, uh, that i feel like their population's gonna take a dip for a while but um whatever these games are good they're they're here for a long time you can jump in and out so yeah for sure yeah it's and it's, i think
0: that's that's good too it's good to take a little break so, yes. you know i even even with me covering it i i take periods where i'm not spending a lot of time in eso and doing other things and you know if i spent like so much time every day in eso you just burn out and then you start nitpicking every little thing and finding things to complain about and You you got to step back sometimes and do something different. Um.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like. Sometimes I feel like when you take a break from something, it sounds like okay. Well, you're burnt out on it, type of deal. Mm -hmm. But like sometimes, and I don't make like a big like I'm out of here, blah blah. blah. I've never really been pissed at ESO necessarily because I don't know. I guess. Even though I run two podcasts related to the series, it's I guess I, I'm not that invested enough where I'm going to get, like, legit. If it does something that annoys me, I, like, take a break from it. And right. it's, like, every time that I've kind of, like, played it less, stepped back, been on vacation, I just don't play any video games or whatever, it's almost, like, refreshingly fun to play again. So like I do suggest it, and it sounds weird. And I know like if you if you follow any of the devs on Twitter type of thing, because I'm not going to call it X, that's stupid. Um, If you follow them (laughs) on Twitter or whatever, um, they play other stuff. When Elden Ring dropped, I don't think a single one of those devs wasn't playing Elden Ring. Like it, it's they do other stuff too. And it's like I I feel like uh, sometimes it's just when you're when you're invested in it. You kind of don't want to lose a step, but it you might even be burning yourself out and not realizing it sometimes. So like mm-hmm. when you when you play something else, it just mixes it up. You can kind of appreciate some of the stuff you might not have noticed anymore cuz that's one of the big things. Exactly. It's got a lot of quality life stuff in ESO that when I've played some other games recently, Diablo 4 included, when I when I've jumped back in ESO it's like and this is way better than this system in this other game. And it was like <laughs> but I didn't really think of it beforehand because I'm like, okay, well, this is just here. This is just what I'm used to. Right. But it then we becomes when you... the
0: norm. Yeah.
1: Right, right. So it's like, you know, it's, you know, I ain't gonna tell you how to live your life, but you know, if you have a little variety, sometimes it actually can make something feel a little better, even if you've been super invested in it for a while. Something I've actually kind of enjoyed this year with all of the friggin' games that have been come out of it. it's ridiculous. So um This year's
0: been pretty incredible for gaming and it's It's...
1: not even remotely (laughs) over (laughs) nope um so one thing and uh what do you call it i'll uh i'll uh we'll kind of jump into the news part next because we've got a few things up on the horizon nothing super major of importance um, other than we got the date on the next uh, kind of announcement for Q4. But um, we did a little community poll. I haven't done one of these in a while. Um, but we did a community poll, and I'm just curious uh, your thoughts on this, because one of them I found to be more divisive than I expected, but they've been doing a good job of switching stuff up. Um, we ran a poll on the incursion events. Uh, so the incursion events are dark anchors, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Harrowstorms, uh, the Geysers in Somerset, the Volcanic Vents. You also had the Dragons, Bastion Nymix, which are the newest ones, and there were Oblivion Portals. So I was just kind of curious which one people liked the best because I really liked Bastion Nymix. Me too. However, there was one little thing i felt was strange um i had mentioned that i had done them solo with two people with three people and with four people just to see how they worked way too time consuming to do solo that is obnoxious uh, especially with the mind control guy especially when he was kind of bugged out and would just like delete you off the planet Um, but that got fixed that one I thought was a little much. Two people was fine. Three people, fine. Four people, fine. I really liked Bastion to mix. I thought the secrets were cool. Um, right, yeah. It was o- different. It, it was different. It was new. Uh, yes, yeah. it was new. It was different. I liked collecting stuff to open it, so like it was at your control. Um, but one of the things that I thought was interesting, and well, so here are the poll results I did. So I had the the standard incursions of anchors geysers harrow storms and vents because they're all essentially the same style of thing as right. one style that makes sense yeah and that actually won with 43 percent of the vote now that could be because there's more of them because they're all technically the same, but people might just like geysers or whatever. Okay. So, uh, so it yeah. will be skewed slightly to that. Um, but I didn't, I mean, you can only do four things without having to just scroll and scroll and scroll. So I just combined that style together. Um, that actually won the poll with 43%. At 42% was dragons. So those came in right on the heels of that. I wouldn't have expected that. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, then at 8%, we had Bastion Nimix, and 7%, we had Oblivion Portals. So the drop-off hmm. is pretty extreme. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously, this is just a small sample size, obviously. Uh, we only ran the poll on Twitter for, you know, two days or something like that. But I was I was a little surprised that it was quite so heavily... In favor of dragons, I guess. I'm not so surprised with the overland ones, because Harrowstorms, I feel people really like, um, because they're decently challenging, but run kind of the mm-hmm. same way as Dark Anchors and everything like that. Right. Dragons, I was kind of surprised, was so high. <laughs> um, but but apparently dragons are in real high demand. And um, yeah, Bastion mimics and actually uh, Jamorph mentions in chat, Same same thing a lot of people don't seem quite as pleased. Um, actually, yeah, B-King mentions the same thing. A lot of people didn't seem like the Bastion Nimics landed for them, which is sort of a shame. I guess maybe the rewards, like people have mentioned in chat, are a thing. Um, I don't know. Like, I, Some people seem to have an issue with the grouping aspect, where it's like... I mean, it's objectively not required grouping, uh, although it is... Notably easier with a group, so like to to that point,
0: it probably is pretty tough for a lot of players to solo. Like, I would without
1: think. a doubt to solo them, yeah, it's really like uh, mm-hmm. that's that's not an easy task. and it's it, even if skill isn't your concern, um just the amount of time it took me to solo one was just like, this is absolutely not worth it. even for my daily, it was like hell no. like I wanted to see if I could do it. I was like it it. Yeah. It was long.
0: <laughs> I think, it, yeah, and that that's an important distinction too if you're looking at it as like a daily to-do versus yes. looking at it as just like a new fun experience to interact with. Because I don't, I don't really do a ton of dailies, so for me it's, you know, if you give me the option go do a Dark mm-hmm. Anchor or go do a Bastion Mimic, like the Bastion sounds way more fun to me. But uh, I can see for someone that does enjoy doing dailies and you know, it's something they want to... Uh, try to knock out quickly the the bastion does take a little time and you do have to find a group whereas the other ones you can just kind of show up and there's going to be people there almost anytime
1: right and I, it was interesting to see because it's I, i'm not an mmo player for the most part but it was interesting to see a lot of the uh thing that i've kind of been told is like a big mmo thing is where people are like looking for group in chat like bastion group because that was something i have really not seen in other zones People looking like Bastionimic Quest will share looking for two more and stuff like that. Um, so that was kind of interesting because you got a lot, a lot of pickup groups. Um, which I would do in the case that none of my friends happen to be on or whatever. I'd just be like, okay, well, it's just I'll grab the quest and I would be like, okay, that you know, doing Bastionimic need three or whatever. And it was like as fast as I typed it, people would x It was like, oh my <laughs> god, like, what this is wild. Like, so that was an interesting thing that I've never really seen an awful lot of in Elder Scrolls Online. But again, apparently that's you know I get it. Like that could be kind of a turn off if if you're not. Looking for a random group, I mean, I didn't talk to these people. Other than sometimes we said hi, I actually wish I remember their name. Somebody actually was like, Love the show, and I was like, That's hysterical. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was really funny. Um, I wish I had their name handy. I've got a screenshot on my PlayStation, uh, but yeah, that so that was really funny. Like, but um, so I, I can see that, but ironically, to that point. I found the problem with Bastion Mimics because I do think there's a bit of an issue that I found with them, and it was from when I streamed Launch Day. Four people as a cap sucks. Like, the f- now I get it, you're going to melt the thing <laughs> if you bring in, like, a raid team to the Bastion right. Mimic, but... I didn't really get the feeling Bastion Nimics were supposed to be, like, hyper-challenging. So, like, if I want to just stack the deck, and and the point wasn't to make it easier on launch day, it was people in my chat were like, we had to start rotating the three people who could join because only four Uh. of us could do them. And I was like, yeah, we'll just do them while we work toward our achievement. And I was like, because then... A lot of times what I do on launch day is while we explore the zone, we'll grab all the dailies. So we'll go tackle the world boss. We'll go tackle the delve. We'll go tackle whatever the incursion event is. That person shares the dailies. We turn them all in. Next person grabs it. They share theirs to the group. Then we do theirs. Next person. And we just go down the line. This one, you could do so many of them, but you were so restricted. Whereas a world boss, you can share it with 11 other people. The delve you can share with 11 other people. This one you were literally limited to just a dungeon team and nothing more. Um, which was the first time, actually, I ever remember this happening. Because all the other incursions you can do is a group of up to a full raid team. Um, so that's, like, I guess, really specific. But the the only real downer that I had to Bastion Dynamics, because I really liked them. I thought they were a, a cool design shift. Because I liked Oblivion Portals, but... But on that same note, since the Oblivion portals were open, you would go in and there would be 200 people on the boss and the thing would barely be able to breathe and it was already deleted from the planet. So like, I'm fine with maybe the as many people as you want in your private instance, like merge those two ideas <laughs> um, going forward for whatever the next thing we get is. But I would like right. an uncapped amount of people in your group but at the same time, like, okay, maybe not have it totally open. Like, because then, then you can do your own thing. You can actually find secrets do stuff, um, like you could with Bastion Nimix. Um, so, so that was just something I had been thinking about. So that's why I threw that poll out. So appreciate everybody who, who voted on that. Um, again, I was, I was a little surprised by the results. It's quite a split between the top half and the bottom half of those. So.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. I think what your point about, um, trying to get groups together and share quests and 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 go about it that way it does make a big difference because yeah when i did it i'm i more looked at it as like oh this is this interesting new thing to go and sure find secrets in and take a group in and you know just like explore together and for that it was awesome it was like i I didn't really get that from other world events right right so and i can see it as like they they've labeled it as like a daily activity yes. and it doesn't really feel like it is one of those. No,
1: and and that's that's kind of why and when you get into, you know, the the <laughs> weird obsessive thing that I have about like, okay, well, I you know, I want all my achievements and stuff like that. So the 30 dailies thing, that's so much more fun when you're in a group of people. So it's mm. like that's usually why. It's like, "Oh yeah, we'll do this for a stream. We'll just goof around with dailies." And it's like it's fine if there's only a couple of you, but, like, when there's more, it's kind of lame that it's like, oh, I guess we have to leave some people out. That's that's too bad. Um, but, yeah, so it's, like, I, I I feel like another cool idea, something different on their docket, and maybe they could kind of take some of the other things that they've done well in the past and kind of merge it a little more because they've been a little more creative um, over the years than the original, just, like, Incursion, incursion, incursion. They were all kind of the exact same thing for a while, and now they've right. got some variety going between them. Um, but yeah, so that that's that's just one of the things. Um, the uh, really, it was update thirty nine. Is the the big go to QuakeCon as we had talked about last week happened ended. Those sales kind of have concluded at this point, um, but we do have the uh, new login rewards were brought up. Actually, I believe it might have been earlier today. Yes, it was. It was actually earlier today. Yeah,
0: I saw that. Um, Some uh, more crown crates. I y- saw. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: as everybody knows, I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not. Um, I don't really cover the crown store an awful lot. I'll just mention stuff or whatever. But you know, they they have their own marketing team. Um, but <laughs> that's not really <laughs> my job. I'm just happy to bring up stuff of yep. interest. Um, but yeah, the Login Rewards, they are providing uh, 25,000 gold for Day 7. Um, and to your point, there are a pair of crown crates being brought back. So this thing seems like it has kind of been brought back into it. Because for a long time, people are like, so you just don't do those anymore. Um, <laughs> and it seems like they are, again. It seems like... Um, crown crates as a reward at least once a month seem like they are becoming a thing again uh this is the akaviri potentate crates so i guess that's good because people like getting free crates and it makes them a little less annoying i feel to a lot of people when it's like okay you at least give us some like yeah all right our chances might not be great but at least we can get a couple in game um it's when it's entirely pay scale locked that I think really grates on people's nerves. Um, so like a little of both, I definitely think is good. And I feel this year they've done a lot to try to provide more in game they might not be perfect. It's definitely ways to go, but they've done more with what you get from questing from overland. Like the fact that you get an overland amount and stuff like that, that right. overland Pat, another house you can get from gold, which actually I think that house is really cool. The one in the city of Necrom. Um So they're, they're getting there. Like, I'm glad that they're, hopefully they stick with this. I like some of the stuff they've been doing. Um
0: Yeah. It's definitely the right direction. And yeah. You, you can tell that, it is based on the feedback that they've been getting. Correct. From people.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like sometimes it's like, you know, Oh, are they actually listening type of thing? And it's like a lot of these, it's like, okay, these are one-to-one parodies with complaints. So it's like, okay, you're, they might not be where we want them at, but they're definitely getting there, which I like to see. Um, the other thing is, which they're super creepy looking personally, because I think, uh, charuses are weird and i think their weird churis egg sacks are also disgusting the sound effect they make uh it sounds like you're stepping on an egg when you open them um <laughs> for whatever reason there is a, a churis egg uh ear studs adornment you get at day 21 which is just nope i don't want that on my a person i'm all set with that life but uh yeah those are there as well that's all right
0: 14 days that's my goal <laughs> exactly
1: yeah uh, same here same here <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um yeah so that's uh that's really that and honestly that's for the most part the news that we had to cover going forward unless there's anything that you know of uh anything you're aware of that i might have missed there wasn't that much. I mean, with the deluge from QuakeCon and all that stuff. Oh, actually, you know what? There was the. Uh, I can give everyone the date of the uh, Q4 reveal live stream that's coming up. Oh yeah, that was actually mentioned. So, uh, shoot, I don't it's know. just in a few weeks. It is. That's why I was like, wait, there is one more thing, and I realized I didn't say it. Um, there was some really cool stuff at uh, Gamescom. Actually, when Ark comes back, he'll have to give us a Gamescom update from 2023 because they had a really cool ESO booth. They had a absolutely ginormous Hermaeus Mora statue, which looked even bigger than the one in oh, nice. um, Vegas. This one looks like the statue you get. Um, the collector's statue, which you can kind mm-hmm. of see in the middle back there. Um, it's basically like a mega version of that is what it looked like. Um, and I don't remember if I brought it up on this show, but that item, I don't know if it's still available in the crown store. Um, congratulations, ESO. You did make me spend money. Um, well, I bought crowns off somebody. So I guess theoretically spent money. Uh, <laughs> bought with gold. Do that Hermes Morris statue in game is the greatest. I know I'm a huge like Morris simp and stuff, but like, <laughs> dude, you click on it and it, throws like pages at you and stuff like that it's a great great statue yeah it's totally interactable if you poke it like pages of the books come at you and if you poke it again like mist comes off it and there's these little like knowledge bubbles coming at you with daedric symbols in them i was like this is the greatest thing ever so that's really cool yeah Yeah. so i i don't tend to buy a lot of like cosmetic stuff yeah i was all over that shit um (laughs) (laughs) yeah so okay the um New feature and update preview stream listed. It will be September 14th, 2023 at 3 p.m. Eastern. God, it's going to be one of my work. Um... But it will be on twitch.tv slash Bethesda, and that will be the first look at um, the Endless Archive, which we got that name when Finn accidentally spilled the beans. Um, you think it was really an accident? I don't know. He looked relatively <laughs> panicked at the second one where he mentioned the gear that was specific to classes. The class sets, like, yeah. Because sometimes you wonder what's marketing, what's not, but... Mm-hmm hanging out with finn enough at these events which i've had the pleasure of doing um i could believe maybe the name of the thing being a marketing thing like okay we'll just subtly drop it but then when he mentions like the specific year and wheeler literally like hits him in the shoulder and looks at him and he's like we announced that right can you ask somebody else a question i'm like yeah that did not look scripted (laughs) like he legitimately looked like oh god what have i done (laughs)
0: So yeah, originally I thought, oh, this is it was planned. You know, they yep. they would, you know, he they, he wouldn't just slip like that. Right, he's, right, he, right. But but then I went back and I watched it again, and I was like, if this was planned, he's a really good. He's actor. He's a really good actor. <laughs> And it looked like he slipped. Yeah,
1: and that's what I mean. Like, I could buy one of them was like planned. The second one, he legitimately looked like, okay, stop asking me questions and talk to somebody else because clearly I don't know what's been mentioned at this point. Like, um, and and again, from being privileged enough to be at these events uh, and in getting to chat with the devs and stuff, um, the fact that like, oh, God, this is you know uh, whatever. I think it was elsewhere when they had the, um, I don't know. It was, I believe it was the 25th anniversary thing for the Elder Scrolls as a whole. And it was, uh, at Bethesda game days. And it, it was the one where, uh, my team uh, with, uh, we were on, um, rich Lambert's team against Finn's team and a trivia off thing on, uh, at Bethesda game days type of deal. And, um, the the joke got brought up that the segment that I was like, this is bullshit, you didn't give me a heads up on this, was uh, we were asked to play the Undaunted theme song on a kazoo. um, And I don't know how to play a kazoo. <laughs> 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 and I was like, what is this? Wait, um, you don't know how to play a kazoo? Not everyone d- knew how to play a kazoo. I d- apparently so sort of you just yeah, well it. i thought you just i'm like blowing in the thing and it's just wheezing and i'm like dude what and it ends like and afterwards i found out you're supposed to like hum into it and that's what makes yeah, the sound and like i'm like okay buzz. cool yeah. great well off to the side of the stage we're like talking after the segment was over and like we're talking about the kazoo thing and <laughs> jess comes over Folsom, and is like you guys are way too loud and finn just puts his head down he's like oh very good (laughs) i'm like yeah this just seems like commonplace for the group of them anyways so i'm like the fact that something would slip out on stage didn't really totally catch me off guard anyways i'm like you know this seems on brand like they seem like they have a lot of fun at these events like anyways so maybe yeah, getting oh yeah, relaxed sure. and accidentally saying something you were pretty sure they announced did not strike me as weird at the time. Um, but yeah, so I, if you're looking for the information on all of that stuff and what's to come, I assume in Q4, which I am really excited for, I have wanted a two player thing for a very, very, very long time. Me too. Um, I am really excited to see how this will work. Um, The gear sounds interesting as well. Like class specific gear sounds very interesting.
0: But. Do you have any guesses about what you think that might look like? You think it's going to be like the the arena sets that we already have, but for class skills? I'm
1: kind of wondering. So that's kind of what I'm wondering. Like, which at that point, uh, reference to Diablo. That's a very like Diablo style of Mm -hmm. gear. Um, But that would, man, that would add a lot of build diversity potentially because it's like, okay, well, you've got all of these, you know, broad choices, but one of the big things that a lot of people have mentioned, I personally doesn't matter to me, but I absolutely understand what people are saying a lot of the class identity has been lost via all this hybrid stuff. This theoretically could bring back some class identity. If you then have things that magnify specific bonuses about the class, it almost offsets like, okay, you want class identity. This could potentially give it if it's like, okay, well now, you know, whatever skill happens to relate to you. Okay. Whatever. For the sake of it, just being like one of my favorite moves, jabs is now like getting amped up because you're using this thing or whatever. It's like, okay, well then that's like a specific Templar style thing where it's like, okay, you know, Ashen grip is now like extra strong on this class. So it's just like that. That's certainly interesting to see how they go with that uh, direction on gear magnifying skills. If they, if they do, I guess we don't even know that much. It just sounds like that. (laughs)
0: It, it sounds like the, I guess, the obvious route they could go with it, but I mean, I, I think it was, I was playing a lot of Diablo when that uh that slipped out. I actually had a dream about the class. Sets the,
1: <laughs> How do you it, know you've been playing too much or something? <laughs> Shit, I was dreaming about the game.
0: <laughs> so I like mixed Diablo and ESO a bit in my dream, and there were like these gems that you could socket that changed your class skills around in ESO, and I was like, totally taken from diablo
1: yeah but, uh, oh yeah <laughs> That's
0: but funny. i uh i was like that would actually be really cool in ESO so some kind of socketable thing added so it's not like you don't give up any of what we're currently running but it's just right.
1: like an augment type I, right an augment added. to a skill to make maybe a class skill more prevalent because some of the <laughs> a lot of times some of the class skills are really forgettable like and it's Okay, why would I use my class skill when it's weaker than this like generic form of a skill type of thing? Or yeah. and, so, and so, so. it's tough
0: cuz you want those skills to have places too, you know? right? cuz then if every class skill is better than all of the generic skills, then then those why would you use. not
1: yeah, then it's all class identity and it's like okay, well it, the weapons are now in the way or the gear is in the way. So it's like, Right. Um yeah. No, I'm definitely I'm very curious to see how that goes though for for real. Um but, yeah, so that, that's that's kind of the last bit of uh, news, and, you know, stay tuned for that. We'll obviously discuss that once we get more information. Uh, we're going to take a quick break um, just for our ad thing. And before we do, though, we um, do have uh, Arc updated this for me—our newest Patreon um, from the UESB, which, again, I— kind of in perpetuity apologize for butchering all of your names because i know i will Um, uh, but it looks like oh my god it, ale oh please don't try to auto correct the name it looks like <laughs> alriade oh my god i'm gonna go with alriade uh so thank you so much for you know subscribing to the uesp um if that's not how you pronounce your name, which I'm almost positive it is not. Uh, (laughs) I do apologize, but I appreciate it anyways. And also we have um, a review with words, which is, um, we always joke that we appreciate all of the five stars that you generously take the time to leave on our podcast or the other show that I co-host, uh, The Elder Scrolls Lorecast, it actually means quite a bit um, to the ratings and everything like that on how everything works and how it's distributed and just kind of shows up on people's feeds and stuff. So it is very much appreciated when you all do that. Um, and if you happen to use iTunes or Apple, whatever it's called, um, you can leave a review with words and this one is incredibly me specific uh so i wanted to just shout this out um uh so it's five stars uh please let me know if you can somehow so the somehow is actually me directly talking to you on the podcast so appreciate the five star review first of all that's very nice of you to do uh is this podcast only ESO because I watched the lore cast and love Lotus and was wondering what this was. <laughs> so the fact that you watch, uh, elder scrolls, lore cast and just jumped over to this show to leave a five-star review. One is very nice of you to do. Uh, that's, that's very kind of you. And we cover mostly elder scrolls online because it is the most active live service game from the elder scrolls. However, um, Because it is kind of an all-encompassing Elder Scrolls show, oftentimes um, we will cover any of the games in the series. Anything is totally up for grabs uh, for discussion, Um, and we've kind of had big chunks of it when Blades has launched or when Legends launched. Um, Obviously, the when Elder Scrolls six launches, if I'm still here doing this at that point and haven't been replaced by somebody who's better still at this. Alive. Yeah. If I'm know. still alive at that point, because gonna <laughs> I mean, be 92 by the time that game comes out. Um, <laughs> yeah, we will obviously discuss that as well. Um, but this just tends to be the most prevalent game that we talk about uh, just because it's the most common update. Skyrim ironically gets mentioned quite frequently as well because of just mods or stuff like that. Um, And honestly, I'm hoping that I can get time to get back to it, as um, when I play through the classics, I always like to talk about them on the show, because they are a weird history of the series, and I am... A decent way into Daggerfall the last time I was able to play. That game is really awesome, but it also kicked the shit out of me uh, because nothing ex- is explained and the game is incredibly unforgiving. Um, so it was going to take a decent amount of effort to kind of like beat that last boss. Um, but yeah, so. There is more than just Elder Scrolls Online for this podcast, but it is the focus, at least for the time being. Again, thank you for the review, Um, as all of you as well with the five-star reviews that we've received. It's very, very nice of you to take the time to do that. Um, We'll take a very quick break, and we will be right back. we are back and uh, we will just jump into the tail section. Um, so right off the bat, um, just because we had talked about it a little bit at the start, how is the Germany thing with the tavern? Um, you got to go. You had mentioned that it was kind of like your first time in Germany. Um, I'm not going to lie. Our friend Gwen the Bard um, from Snug Podcast, um, mm-hmm. she, she went as well. Um, but it sounded sort of like a ridiculous event that was also really cool. Cause, like, ESO Vegas. Ridiculous. Yeah, ESO <laughs> Vegas is like, okay, yeah, you're going to Vegas and there's a convention. Right. PAX East is a convention and there's a section for this. Gamecom convention for this. ESO Tavern in Germany. Uh, So we float you to an island and it's a castle and you have to camp outside. And by the way, it's Elder Scrolls themed. And it's like, whoa, what? It's just what a big now? party. Yeah, yeah, like, wait, what now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's in the middle of nowhere. It's like, <laughs> like this, this hotel I stayed at, uh, for the event, like the, none of my, the apps worked. You couldn't get any cabs with apps or anything. Like I had to call like the local cab people. I, I, don't, I don't know when the last time I had to do something like that. Wow. Well. Um, and yeah, it was just, it, it was in the middle of nowhere, but it was, it was kind, there's something kind of cool to that, like sure. just being off in the middle of nowhere with all of these other people that are really into this game that you're also into.
1: That's pretty cool. I mean, I def- it definitely fits the vibe. I mean, it's not like technology is that big of a thing in game. So I guess they, they kind of fit the feel to real life where it's like, yeah, no, it's all medieval style. <laughs> um, that's-, that's-, that's pretty interesting. That's definitely a little more out there than some of the other events and a lot of the photos oh, yeah. I saw looked really cool. I know um I had heard that there was like archery and there was like bookbinding and there was something with owls Uh like it just, it sounded real rustic compared to the usual which is
0: that yeah, was it very, yeah, it, it reminded it me like a Scarborough Fair type of it, of okay, it almost okay. like some, you know, it had it, yeah, it was just a, a way different scene from yeah. Vegas or
1: <laughs> sure you know, some that's, of the other events. That's actually pretty cool, though. I'm, I'm I, I definitely that that seemed kind of cool. I it does seem like you definitely get a varied flair depending upon which one of these events you go to, if you have the like luxury of going to one of these events. Um, because even the different ones I've been to are pretty drastically different. Nothing quite as drastic as as that one, it doesn't seem. But like when Ark was at the uh, ESO Tavern at Gamescom last year, it was a very different vibe to like ESO Vegas type of thing or mm-hmm. the smaller thing that we went to for the preview for Necrom where like that was pretty small. I mean, and that was obviously like... A little different because it was an invite for a promo thing. Um, oh, San
0: Francisco! Yeah,
1: with GDC, the San Francisco thing. Yeah,
0: that was way more intimate than that was. I was. was, expected,
1: I, going was into it. I, I, I that one definitely kind of threw me off a little bit, and I, I mm-hmm. still have it mentioned that I'm like I'm, you know, honored to be like kind of brought to that because that was really right, like same. Wow. Okay, this is like really <laughs> behind the scenes, like how yeah. shit's made. I'm like, okay, this is. This is interesting, um, and 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 that was why, like that one specifically, it was kind of like, oh, this is this is very different from the other events that I've, I, you know, still had the pleasure of going to, but it was like, whoa, this is, yep, here's some time with this unfinished product, and you can mess with it. No, you can't take photos of it, or at least if you can, you can't do anything with them until after right. we tell <laughs> you you can, um, and and stuff like that. Um, so. No, it, it's been very interesting. I had also never been to San Francisco or California in general, so that was also new at the time for that. Um, the weather made everything much easier to navigate clearly, as I don't think anybody really made it in their intended time to that whole thing. But, um, yeah, it's just like it, it, it's it been very interesting to see their live events. Um as as kind of everything has opened back up over the years type of deal because um, obviously we had that incredibly long hiatus where we couldn't really ever have in-person meetings, and now we do, and it seems like they definitely are kind of going all in on that. So I'm very curious to see what they announce for the 10th anniversary next year. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Because
1: I would imagine that would probably be...
0: I'm sure it's going to be pretty big.
1: Yeah, I would imagine. Well, I mean, this last one was, like, pretty wild. Even compared to the first ESO Vegas, the amount of people, comparatively, was like, oh, my God. And there was also much more structure, whereas, like, dude, the first day was, like, nine hours long worth of stuff. It was like, <laughs> Yeah, it was whoa. awesome. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so um, that's— it's Very that's- player-focused is one of it- it it does. It know. feels it's, yes, it's like if, this
0: is for you guys. Like we we want to do this for y'all.
1: I know, and it's weird because, but Bethesda and Zos and now under the umbrella of Microsoft, that is not a small company. <laughs> Nothing no. about this is a small company, and these events feel very like indie company style. Like, yep, no, the devs are just going to hang out that. and shoot the shit with you, and they'll tell yeah. you anything they can legally tell you, <laughs> um, <laughs> and and they're, you know, they're honest at the events and stuff, so, like, yeah, it's just, I, I do say these things are not cheap, unfortunately, and, uh, you know, sometimes you just can't really plan, because they tell us stuff as soon as they can, but also times they are held by legal standards and stuff like that, but If you are ever uh, given the opportunity to go to one of these, I definitely recommend trying to at least once. They are a lot of fun. Um, Everybody is really chill at these things for the most part. You don't have Mm -hmm. keyboard internet warriors, which I know a lot of people kind of get turned off by or hear about all these toxic, incredibly toxic casual people or incredibly toxic end gamers and stuff like that or pvp cesspool stuff it's like you're not gonna get that at these like it's nobody's going to everyone's so nice yeah everybody's so nice people aren't gonna waste money going to an event to try to just not have a good time so like that's the point of these so like i i definitely do recommend if you ever get the opportunity they are a lot of fun Um, they did say
0: they're gonna try and get the Get the news, the uh, details about the next one out a lot earlier yes. this time around. So and, hopefully and I, here pretty soon. Right.
1: And and just from what I know, obviously, you know, I, I don't have any insider knowledge to this. I I think because of the acquisition from Microsoft, that is a whole nother level of red tape. So the fact that that happened I'm sure. and their normal cadence of stuff which they were probably kind of getting under control then needed to be vetted through another level of PR probably made things a little more complicated would be my guess to get everything ironed out and they can't announce stuff before it's actually doable <laughs> because right. then they're beholden to that where it's like oh boy like that's where it gets messy so unfortunately they hold out as long as they can but now they have a longer lead up time because they've been owned by microsoft for a while and um obviously it seems like because you know just on the note of ndas even though it's not an elder scrolls nda the amount of people who have just straight up said fuck it i'm gonna talk about starfield which it's like why? what are you doing do you not know how this works like that's not oh, how. NDAs is there a lot are. of that going on oh dude people are just straight up like giving full reviews like it, oh it's like not good like <laughs> Um, and any of anybody that I, I've had the pleasure of like knowing from Bethesda, they're like, I can't believe some of the people who are just like, we you literally have a signed contract that says you can't do this. And you're just like, yep, no, I'm totally just going to spill all the beans. And it's just like, good that. luck
0: getting invited to do anything Correct. else.
1: Like, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And it's like, sh- you know, shout out to all the stress <laughs> Bethesda PR is dealing with like, dude, no, that's not why we gave you these. We these are supposed to be out for launch day, not now. Like, and it's right around the corner, like just wait a couple days. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just like, th- when you have these type of things, that's the point of them. You ju- it, it, it is a contract. I mean, like when we were seeing Necrom, like it, would they ever invite us back? If we were like, came back and it was like, okay, so here's all the stuff from Necrom. <laughs> it's like, no, right. that's not how that works. Like you, you got to just to
0: get a few clicks to get a few right. clicks. It's like,
1: yeah. So it's like with ours, um, you know, we, we still joke that it was like one of our fastest listened to episodes. Um, the episode with Ninja 614 and I, we literally couldn't let our like because I took it seriously. We were like, okay we can't have Ark edit this episode. We recorded it when we got back because we were both there. So we knew what we saw. Mm -hmm. We did it. I continued to like have us do episodes. And then as soon as the NDA went up, we published that episode. But it was like, we had to just hold it because it's like, okay, well, yeah, we can't tell you about it yet. And the only reason we could do this episode was because there was another person who was at the event. So like, and Ark was like, yeah, I don't want to hear this. He's like, "I I can't listen to this. So he's like- here you go you edit like it's a. Which spoiler is <laughs> not my strong point um so yeah it's it's you know that stuff is serious um you know from a business standpoint so it's like i get why they also can't say stuff but yeah a better lead-up time would be excellent next time because it was really like sort of a photo finish for a lot of people getting to uh these events in specifically vegas there was like zero lead-up time on that runway <laughs>
0: yeah what was it just like a two or three months ahead right yeah i think it was two months
1: if i'm not mistaken which is like woof Uh, (laughs) but um yeah other than that uh what have you been up to in game i know you had mentioned you had bounced around a little bit you've been uh we talked about the diablo thing just off as a side tangent you've had Baldur's gate which you've been enjoying but um yeah. Anything uh, in game you've been tackling specifically or have you just been kind of doing site and guide stuff? What have uh, What have you been up to?
0: So I have a couple of trials groups we meet. Uh, so it's four days a week total. I do those. And then I have a dungeon group on Wednesday nights. Nice. We're kind of the dungeon group. We're kind of just running. Uh, normally we do like whatever the latest trifecta is yeah. uh, for the new dungeons that come out. But since there was no dungeons, this one we've just been kind of <laughs> going back and farming dungeon motifs that are coming out and stuff like that. Just kind of having sure. chill dungeon nights instead. And um, for the trials groups, uh, actually, there's a new bug in Sanity's Edge. Oh no! And so, so I don't know how much if if you've done that trial much, but so, there's a...
1: I've done it like five or six times. We okay. and they've all been kind of just in-guild pickup runs, so not like pugs, so they're super smooth, even like the first one. I've never been in there for yeah. more than like an hour and a half, but they're pretty casual runs. We have not done hard modes or any of that stuff. I've been working on other other stuff, so I, I have not... I really like the trial. I think it's a lot yeah, of fun. it's
0: good. It is good. So there's a mechanic, uh, well, it's actually multiple mechanics, but uh, in particular, on the first boss, where um, you get put in an ice cage and it's the way it's supposed to work is the two, the the person closest to the boss gets it. And then after 50% health, the two people closest to the boss get this mechanic and the tank is immune from getting it because he's holding aggro on the boss. Sure. Well, that immunity is gone. So now the tank can get the ice cage and it doesn't always just go to the closest people. It can go to anyone. So we had like a run at both of our healers got the ice cages like multiple <laughs> times in a row, and they just die like you because they're the healers, they're really? the ones that are supposed to heal you out of them. So it, it's kind of like we've been doing like the hard mode progs and stuff, and it's kind of put it on a little bit of a hiatus because yeah, that's no one wants brutal. to go mess with all that. And no, when it, apparently when there's some other mechanics that also have um dropped the uh tank immunity type things like later on in the trial too so it's it's a little bit of a mess um, interesting
1: did that happen with uh, the new patch or was it yeah that, that was with okay so it was, so it was 39. 39 that ended up triggering whatever
0: yeah causes. so Ooh, fix uh 30 pages of bugs introduce a few <laughs> <laughs> introduce
1: six new bugs <laughs>
0: You know how it goes. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. Oh, that's, uh, that's they fixed the
0: Kraglorn sticker book stuff though. So, we actually have been running a little bit of that in place and farming some of those gear stuff dropping.
1: filling out the collections. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's a great change for actually wanting any of that stuff to not have to just be like, yeah, I can run any of the Kraglorn trials and there's a very small chance that I will have uncurated drops that give me what I need. It's like, yeah, great. That sounds lovely. (laughs) It's like,
0: yeah, and it, and they're nice and chill in today's yeah. game, you know, even the, the vet and the hard modes. It's like yeah, it's you get a group that's better veteran players and know what they're doing. Yep. You you can have a fun, chill night
1: doing Yeah, them, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Um no, that's that's actually that's really cool. Um what uh what dungeons have you been running, just out of curiosity. Have you started farming the new motif from Scriv Hall? Uh I have not started doing that dropped. one yet. Um, no.
0: We were doing uh, what was what's the other newest motif uh, that's out? Is that is the motif for that out?
1: Uh, yeah, that one came out. That one, okay. maybe, yeah, that maybe one we were was out. On motifs. <laughs> yeah, that uh, one came out originally, and then this one just came out—the Scrivener Hall one. Um, I really liked both these new dungeons, like autonomous Yeah, oh yeah, they're um, really good. The, it. <clears throat> the um, I felt the difficulty was pretty well-tuned, too. It seems like a lot of people are able to not breeze through them, but can get through them with a acceptable amount of practice. Mm-hmm. So I thought they hit pretty good uh, difficulty-wise for a lot of people, too. Like, the hard modes aren't a joke, but, like, they're not, you know, corollary final boss or corollary secret boss or something like that, where it's just like, Jesus, this is, like, rough um, yeah,
0: they're pretty mechanic heavy. There's a yes. lot of heal checks. So if there you, you want to run checks. those with no healer, it's uh it's gonna be rough. You gotta yeah. have that uh you gotta plan for that if you Yeah, yeah. That's no the, p-
1: <laughs> the Bow Sunner um final hard mode we did for the trifecta where we were still with the Oak and Soul thing. We like, oh, did you
0: just spam the birds during that? Actually phase? that <laughs> doesn't do it.
1: Like it won't oh, pass. Get, not enough. It won't okay. it won't pass because it since it's a timed thing. You burn through all of your Madge before. So it's oh, like, oh, right. great. I get the burst heal, but it doesn't matter. Like, it, And you, you need
0: the damage during that part, right. too, to kill so, the skeevers exactly. and all that. Exactly.
1: So it actually, ironically, I, I guess, I, it's funny. I don't actually ever think I posted our video because the audio bugged out on my VOD. So it's not even, it doesn't have our voice. It's just silence. So it's just, for some reason, the audio just wasn't there. And awkward. I, I yeah. awkward so yes i was like well, i mean some people do the fucking thing where they put music and i've just never done that with stuff but yeah. maybe i'll just do that so people can see what because we i we have had people ask they're like are you gonna do bell sunner i thought you'd like already got the trifecta like i was like yeah we did like a while ago it's just not really worth showing or a couple of my buddies you can watch theirs but i was like um yeah our, our audio was like super botched but actually our method which is I don't know. i I'm not sure it it's certainly not something I've seen frequently, but it's something that we kind of started messing around with in a lot of heal check situations. Um, if you do the sork negate that gives you a heal, I think it's absorbing oh. negate.
0: yeah, we used we used the sork negate on that. As yeah. Well.
1: so we would put down uh, the tank would put down an altar. And whatever that healing ash cloud thing the DK has that you use to slow stuff in... um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever that's called.
0: Um, Cinderstorm?
1: Cinderstorm. He'd throw that down. It would slow the skeevers so we would be able to have more time against them. We'd get a little dot heal. One of us ran vigor, so we had like a little vigor thing. Put down the the blood fountain thing, and we would stagger who was doing um, sork negates and we literally didn't even need to use the bird to heal. That was how we got through the check. That's nice. Because it lasted just long enough that our negate would wear off just as, like, the 45 seconds was done. And then it was like, boom, okay, cool, back into the fight. Um, yeah, the negate's awesome. It's such a part. great negate, and it's, like, super <laughs> yeah. underutilized. Like, so few people seem to, like, notice that it's like, yeah, this is a good move. Like, this thing's actually really strong. Um, yeah, my,
0: the first time I did the trifecta in there, we actually the the boss bugged out and only did that mechanic once during the fight for no for some way. reason. she just totally skipped the one second of them. wow was the, was the first one that she should have done the, she, should and have she gone just to the middle. did the
1: one toward execute
0: yeah she just did the late one she just we were we we're like what's happening why has she not gone to the middle yet and we just kept fighting the, her and she just kept pushing down <laughs> That's like, amazing. i guess i guess, I we, guess we just it. win <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it was pretty great that's amazing um, because that that heel check is straight up the hardest part about that entire fight. Oh, for sure, uh, by yeah. a mile. Yeah, uh, we
0: we're like, we'll take it, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, that's that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, no, I really like the the new. Um, I love the the vault. We won't go into it for anybody who hasn't done it yet. But the vault from Scrivener's Hall, I love that idea where you get the keys and you can use the keys to get stuff and all the extra junk you get out of there, like cosmetics or like the housing stuff and now it seems like you can get from mm-hmm. my understanding you can get the motif pages out of potentially those as well it's like yeah you yeah can. that's really i kind of put a bet that's on good. that because i just hoarded all my keys and people like why don't you spend those i was like we're probably going to get something good when it, yeah i gotta actually cash in all those now
0: um yeah that was one of my big things with the dungeons and with they all had their like secret side bosses and, yeah and i, I like that a lot but I thought it was becoming a little too predictable yes, with like how totally they were agree. being set up, yep. and so for them to kind of change gears with with these they, two and do something different, that was cool.
1: Completely agree because I I was saying I was thinking the exact same thing. It was like they're not really becoming secrets anymore because right. you know they're there. Mm-hmm. So predictably, it's like okay, where are the side bosses that are optional? And exactly. like that, this one definitely made them feel a little more like oh okay, like for Bell Sunner usually we're like path of least resistance. Okay, which side buffs can we get to make our process toward tr- the trifecta easier? So we'll grab whatever mm-hmm. ones are reasonable. That B- was <laughs> we're like, we're doing the second one because uh, these logic puzzles, not going to happen, man. Like, not under a so, time constraint. So we're like, fuck those, just the middle one, nothing else.
0: On on my f- the first group I did the trifecta and there with we had this we had one of our DPS who had charts for that first puzzle <laughs> and he he would run off while well, we cleared the trash and so he would it it didn't really cost us much time at all sure but he w- he would be running up into the boss like the same time as us that's how fast he was doing those like it was absolutely insane
1: that's incredible that because it's <laughs> funny we originally were trying to figure it out and i think i was probably the one who was just like nah man i ain't doing this like <laughs> we ain't and then i remember you know second one's a normal like side boss fight where right, you just yeah. melt him and then the third one we were positioning the rocks i remember we got to like the third rock i was like Okay, so it's time to go fight the boss because this is just no. There's zero chance we're doing this. I know my own skill level. I'm
0: terrible. I, I'm, like, I'm so nah, bad man. with those things. Yeah.
1: I, I can get there eventually. Yeah. Just, I cannot yeah. <laughs> under a time limit. It's like exactly. nope. <laughs> um, I was
0: really glad the other DPS was handling that. And yeah. Just, just yeah. let me do the trash damage. I'll, I'll take care
1: of that. <laughs> let me hit the things. Um no, that that's that's pretty cool. I um <clears throat> I've I've I know I've said it before because actually I think I, I after you know I don't ever like to have recency bias but um you know it happens sometimes but I try to keep stuff like that um, at least moderately in check uh, from an outsider objective perspective um, but enough time has passed where I do not think it is recency bias uh, the fight's not incredibly difficult but. I think the library fight, the first fight for Scrivener's in Scrivener's Hall, where you have to like run around the library. That is probably my favorite fight in the game at this point. I just love that fight. I almost wish you couldn't blow it up so fast. Like I wish it was longer just so because you can kinda delete that dude yeah (laughs) and i really really like that like even if you do the secret book to make it like double hard mode it's like you can kind of delete that guy off the face of the planet and like okay we'll do like one book type of deal and it's like dude i love that i just think that fight is so cool i think the arena is is really cool cool. um the arena
0: is awesome yeah yeah, i love how it's set up
1: yeah it's such a cool i don't know i really really like that fight um and yeah, they, that's 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 definitely up there. I think is one of my all time favorite fights. Um, but yeah, generally, uh, on, on that note, really all I've uh, had time to do is farm. I've been farming so many mythics. I'm down to like I think six leads, and I have every mythic in the game. Um, oh, nice.
0: Yeah, so I'm trying I'm to. With... <laughs> I'm trying There's to. So see... many I don't
1: have. <laughs> I'm trying uh... my best to see if I can get all of them to pop as soon as the update goes live like i want to just i just want to sit there for like six minutes and watch achievements just roll (laughs) uh just like endorphins for days um (laughs) but the, the my problem is the only ones i'm trying to get now are like the last boss pulls of things like uh, oh, I've got one yeah. for layer of Marsalok final boss. Some of those are so tedious. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to fucking farm layer of Marsalok. What are you doing to me? <laughs> like, even on normal, yeah. that's a 25-minute ordeal. It's um, so
0: long. There's so many health gates, and oh, yeah. it just takes forever. To yeah, get the
1: firewall at the end where it's objectively faster to hurl yourself off the cliff and respawn in the arena than oh, yeah. to wait for Marceloc <laughs> to start speaking, like, <laughs> um, but yeah. So there's that, and um, I, I've mentioned we are on the brink of uh, getting our TTT with the uh, trial group that uh, nice. we've been running, um, and we, we need to come up with some, we, Our our team name spawned after a really weird V situation where we just became Team State Ed. So shout out to all of you with Team State Ed. Um, and our really odd luck of going from, okay, let's get our bearings in this trial to basically being okay. Any pull is the trifecta within like two weeks has been really great, except we stay at that. Any pull could be (laughs) the one and something awkward literally always happens to cost the run. Um, So, yeah, we, we have been, I mean, it's not super sweaty. We literally only run once a week, so it's not like this sweat fest, but it's like, it's a super fun group that I run with and it's like, oh my God, just the doofy stuff that has gotten us killed where we're like, oh my God. And we, again, we have time to spare. So we're trying to really go with like, what's the safest approach rather than anything else. Makes sense. Cause we're at about 29 minutes for the run. Um. And we've got 40. For, yeah, for I was going to
0: say, Hoff is like 40. For, yes. Hoff is
1: 40. And we are using the safe strats. We're at 29. So, like, we can literally stop, have a sandwich. Like, we're good in that department. We just need to not go 35 of 36 again, which has happened so many times at this point. It is ridiculous. Um, the but when it, you get it, it's going to be oh, it's, incredibly botched. It, it, it's just... <laughs> oh, yeah. And we joke every time that... Uh, whatever you want for a pov like to look how great we are i will be there (laughs) to make it look like trash because i will do something (laughs) dumb and it'll just be like what is this moron doing like dodge rolling across the middle of something in the middle of the trial and it looks stupid and it's like congratulations there's your trifecta vod. um but like we we've been like super close however we've run into this thing and i didn't bring it up before and it's At this point, it's so consistent, I cannot imagine our VOD in the end will not have this. And we've talked to other groups, and nobody really seems to encounter this until they run with us for some reason. And we don't know if we're somehow causing it, but we've also had different people tank via subs or some person needed to step down because of scheduling problems. So we haven't even had the same tanks pulling the same way. And it still happens literally every single run. On the second to last group of ads that you fight, you've got this one group of these like whatever they're called. I don't know whatever the robots are like the simulacrum things, whatever mm-hmm. they are. You get the group, and then you clear them, and then you go through this like long trench of water, go up the other side, you wipe out the other group, you get to the assembly general when you're fighting capacitors, thank you miss with uh hazard being one of the tanks actually <laughs> so he's well acquainted <laughs> with what they're called he, uh he yeah, knows who yeah. <laughs> so when they pull them originally we give them a couple steps advantage just because again we're going safe as possible so we're even like giving them a couple steps all of them pull except the one in back to the left so farthest back i believe it's the farthest one back to the left um closest to like the waterway he walks into the wall and is just there sometimes he literally disappears off the radar as even being an enemy and he will just stand there and he will follow people like he's going to attack you and nothing will happen (laughs) and we have to yeah and it it's Every run. It is not a one-off glitch. It is every single run of this place. We kill all those. We go across the water. We kill the other side. And this is one of the trials where you technically don't have to kill everything to get the trifecta. So we're like, well, maybe we can just say, the hell with this. We'll go through. Some people can get through the doors. Other people can't. Oh, yeah. But what we found out (laughs) is... And again, through excessive testing of this, the second the last ad dies in the second group, he comes out of the wall and walks down into the water area. And if you are close to the door, he will chain you all the way down to the water to start attacking you.
0: Oh, so somebody gets stuck out there by themselves. So what them. we've started yeah. to
1: do, we have a basically a dungeon group of us. <laughs> Hazard, me, Delta... And usually one other person, we're the closest to the door. And as soon as the last ad dies, everybody else pushes forward to go into the next room. The group of us run down into the water and kill him so that we can progress. Because at this point, he started chasing us. Every <laughs> single time. And it adds like two minutes to your time because it's such a long... Because that water slows you down. Because yeah. everything in Hoff slows you down. <laughs> um but it's so bizarre and I don't understand it. And like for a while I was like, Oh, what a weird glitch. And then I've never
0: seen that. No.
1: So many of our (laughs) people who have come to join the team as subs or have stepped up to be like main team because people had scheduling conflicts. Everybody's been like, Oh yeah, this is weird. I've never seen this before. And then one of our buddies is in two different TTT progs. And he's like, literally never happens in my other ttt product. it is just you guys and I'm like what is happening <laughs> like why someone what? in
0: y'all's group is cursed
1: that's what know. so i'm like what are we doing <laughs> like what what are we doing differently than what everybody else is doing <laughs> but yeah it's a funny glitch it's not super frustrating because again even though it's like a, a bit of a time annoyance it's like whatever i mean we're not even spending a half an hour on the trial so like We get about three, four runs in a night. Like, so, I mean, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. But it is just really funny that I've never encountered a bug that is so consistent for some reason. Um, And and we've tossed in some reports, but it's like, I mean, that seems pretty low priority since literally, if you haven't run with us, apparently nobody has ever seen this damn thing. So I don't know how high of a priority bug that's going to be. Nor is it game breaking. It's just weird. (laughs) Yeah, I've
0: seen, I've definitely noticed lately some ads in certain sections of trial seeming to behave a little bit differently. But, um, I, I don't know if it, maybe they did something back end not too long ago that's changed the behaviors a little bit. Uh, there was, I, I haven't, I haven't run into that one though. There,
1: yeah, that, the, yeah, that's been our, our claim to fame. We, there was another weird one. It was fixed, but when we were goofing around with, uh, the mall just as like when we started because nobody bothers with the no death in there because it's not tethered to back in the day. That wasn't part of the title for Dramatic oh, Destroyer. Right. So nobody right. does it. And I was like, well, I want my 50 points. So this is our, <laughs> this is our team building exercise. We're doing this. And, um, for whatever reason, the cat, I don't remember the specific name, but the one that does the like shield bash move. oh right. Right there was one period of time in the spring which was fixed when he would do the shield bash, it would drop the taunt off. Oh. Every single shield bash and the shot I think I
0: heard about that one yep. actually. And Hazard yeah.
1: Hazard, who's in chat, mentioned a couple of times, he's like, he's rogue, and I literally just re-upped on. And then when we were watching the video back, he was like, dude, you can see the second he lines up his shield the marker drops and he's like, Oh, it purged the taunt. That's why he's being weird. He's not taunted anymore. I'm like, what a bizarre, like what, what blade of grass got moved in Cyrodiil that caused this. <laughs> <Exactly>. like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's, that's just kind of been our stuff is just goofing around with trials and stuff as well. Nothing too, too serious, but, um, yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm
0: wondering with, with sanity's edge, like with the changes to like
1: what caused it, the target, like,
0: Cause we didn't have any changes to those trials right. that were listed. So what,
1: so what, <laughs> what yeah. What did they change? Yeah. Like, Oh, this got moved to like <laughs> 2% and now suddenly this happens. Like, yeah. Coding is a nightmare world. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that should pretty much cover the show for us this week. I hope everybody enjoyed. Um, skinny. If people don't already follow you in the stuff you do, um, where can they find you? I definitely kind of use your site as a resource quite frequently and I suggest others do as well. So if they wanted to find that, where would uh, where would people track you down?
0: Skinnycheeks.gg is the site and then I'm on most most of the social things out there just as Skinny Cheeks on Twitch and YouTube and all that stuff too. So
1: Nice and pretty much easy skinny cheeks
0: everywhere it's it's easy to yeah nice and easy <laughs> i'm consistent with it so. yeah
1: cross branding is great when you can finally do it <laughs>
0: but, but
1: yeah. um yeah thank you so much for joining appreciate it i we had talked about you. you know back in san francisco we got to do this again sometime. so i'm glad we actually yeah, got yeah. to match up schedules here and this seemed like a perfect place for your expertise here kind of talking about the uh the new Changes coming, and I'm uh, I'm glad to hear that they they seem like they're hitting well. That's that's definitely a plus. Um, I think so. Yeah. yeah, and I'm excited to see um, what they kind of roll into with Q4 with what we've got coming. But um, yeah. Well, thank so you I guess, so much. This is yeah. awesome. And no, had a great my time. My pleasure. As always. Yeah. Um. No, well, I definitely have to have you back again. Um. It's it's always a blast. And um, for anybody um that's listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can follow everything we do over at Tales of com. There you can find links to all of our social media and content. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash the UESP. If you want to help support the show and earn awesome Elder Scrolls-themed rewards, you can also consider leaving us a five-star review on either iTunes or or, well, I think it's called Apple, or Spotify, so that people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes they matter. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next time. Bye, everybody.
2: When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on Seir fell and like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well Magic affused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong Then wild elves cut and polished it down to Chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost, learned to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alisha in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end